of pure imagination. Hello, my cheesy wheels. This is your unspeakable spoke host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his horrible hubby podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 26th show. It's now Mucho Mango Julio. Fuck! Today's story is all about seizing power and crushing your enemies. If your enemy turns out to be a man Dorothy, the only foe capable of taking him her down will have to be a man witch. Man Witch by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Yes, I know, those of you who care about such things are screaming at your phones right now saying it's not a man witch, it's a warlock. Except here's the thing, Steve, the man witch in question, had this one awesome spell which involved a few cases of man witch sloppy joe mix and 150 pounds of ground beef. It wasn't about making food, it was about making a man. Which he did. Steve created men out of this stuff. He wanted to raise an army and conquer his town so that Sharon might think he was cool. If that didn't work, his next plan was to try and figure out how to make a woman out of man witch and beef. Both plans were doomed to fail for the same reason. Steve didn't understand women. But you couldn't tell him that. In his mind, everyone else was to blame. Steve blamed Hunts, the makers of man witch, for not making a product called woman witch. He blamed the person who coined the term sloppy Joe because every member of of his army refused to answer to any name but Joe, which made giving orders quite confusing, especially when they were ordering lunch. Also, they were all sloppy. It's not just that they left trails of sauce and meat wherever they went, but also that they left their dirty clothes on the floor and never washed the dishes. How was he supposed to take over the town like this? Worst of all, he didn't want Sharon to think he was cheap, so he'd bought a grade of beef that didn't have much bone in it. So his army of Joes had no skeletons to really get things done. When they tried to give Steve's enemies a knuckle sandwich, it was all sandwich and no knuckle. And the hungriest of his enemies actually thanked them for it. What a disaster. All this time, Steve had been counting on violence, but his useless army was forcing him to work inside the system. But he figured out how to work that system. Steve made all of his Joes register to vote, and not only made them elect him mayor, but forced them to attend all the town council meetings. Together they filled potholes and chlorinated public pools like nobody's business. For some reason, Sharon was really turned on by this. She'd always been passionate about yield signs, and once she and Steve made their love connection, the town was peppered with 7,000 yield signs. People couldn't go anywhere without slowing down and waiting. It was like the entire town was one ginormous speed bump. The town ran out of money and Steve had to sell his army to cover the costs. He opened a takeout place where the food would walk home with you. But as sloppy as they were, his Joes were disturbingly charismatic. Most people found they couldn't eat them. But they had had more than enough of King Steve and Queen Sharon and their bullshit. The people decided to reform the Joe army under new management and drive through their town at a reasonable speed. But how could they get past the skeleton problem that had frustrated Steve so much? They killed two birds with one stone. And then they dismantled the yield signs and used those as their new Joe skeletons. The Joes moved stiffly, but they had yield signs sticking out of their heads so their foes couldn't run away. Steve and Sharon were too slick for that, however. They turned the Joes to face each other, thereby slowing them even more. They ran to freedom and took control of the next town over, this time having the foresight to make all the yield signs out of soft plastic and also making the new army out of Campbell's soup. If this story meted out justice for you, you can devour it and other delicious righteousness at the website of the Taste So Right, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Holler yonderly in the comments for this post or frisky mail me and we'll search each other thoroughly for weapons at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or spend happy nights making out with Howard Cunningham at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're washing our vegetables, the SF and SF signal stands for shower food, which is not about what you're serving at a celebration for an upcoming wedding or baby. Although babies should be more downgoing than upcoming, we hope. No, we're talking about 
about food we love to eat while we're taking a shower. A big plate of spaghetti is one of my favorites. I don't have to worry about staining my shirt, and my meatballs have never been cleaner. It really cuts down on the time we spend getting ready to head into the sfsignal.com offices every morning. Although everyone knows when someone mistook a block of cheese for a bar of soap. Tweet down Easy Street that all the richest and most monopolizing men follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. My only guess is that they think the mango is a genetically modified super soldier and they want to get in on some of that sweet military agricultural complex money. Let me tell you, you don't want to mess with Big Milagro. They started Beanfield Wars 1 and 2. Tell your friends about BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com. I'm not even sure why I'm mentioning this anymore. You're not doing it. I'm hardly doing it. Well, since I don't have any dead horses nearby, I have to beat something. Be Besides that one thing, I mean. Hey, just because the fundraiser is over, it doesn't mean you can't donate. Just think of the mango as an ever-present mouth to feed. And it doesn't like mangoes, so it won't eat itself. That's not to say it didn't experiment that one time after yoga class. This podcast rocks your body when you're being stoned, rocks your world during asteroid strikes, rocks the house down during the odd avalanche, rocks the casbah by way of catapult, rocks around the clock while making a natural sundial in the garden, rocks the chair while relaxing on the porch, rocks the boat while sailing with a cargo full of love and devotion, and rocks its stylish new creation of Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License. Until the Miller and the Wife of Bath go running with their Canterbury tails between their Canterbury legs, this will have the pleasure of completely ignoring Matthew Sanborn Smith and tell you I never had a treehouse, but now I have several tree bathrooms. Good night.